What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Acre Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. Hello. Okay. And I am Casey in the place to be. And that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every week. Yeah. Bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up? You say life, life, love, life, love, and the millennial experience. Okay, I already played that for you. Ain't what you said though. I did say that, but whatever. Life. I said like what? It's the same whoa, fucking word. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is this is a celebration. Calm down. All right. Stop attacking me. I, well, that's what I do. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, but I really don't. So. <laughs> Hi guys! If this is your first time listening to us, what up? Hi, hello. All y'all other people, welcome back. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> very sorry. What's going on, man? Hi guys! I hope y'all are doing well. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Merry belated Christmas! Or Kwanzaa? <laughs> Not Kwanzaa. That's still going on, right? <laughs> Kwanzaa canceled. Why? Um. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so people did backstories this year for whatever reason, and they found out that the inventor of Kwanzaa was actually doing some nasty shit against black women. So oh. yeah, it's kind of. I'm sorry, woke people. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of getting that little, yeah, no, nah, nah, spam, nah. This is my opinion, I think, on, and I know we're in the beginning of the show, so it's not really time for me to opinionate myself. But anyways, um, my opinion on holidays in general, like, people just put too much, I want to say stock into all the other shit. Like, I get people like, oh, can you celebrate these pagan holidays? And oh my God, the oppressor. Or, oh my God, this. Or oh my God, that. And the oppressor. Um, my whole thing is this. To me, it's all about what you make it. And so the holidays to me, like, yeah, all the backstory, the whatever, whether good or bad, it's to me, it's always been a time for like family and like camaraderie and friends and just like love. Like, it's always been a positive thing. So, Regardless of all those other meanings, it's just like, oh, it's really the time my family gets together and we just enjoy each other and like it's a positive thing. So I'm not gonna let y'all rain on my motherfucking parade in a time that has always been cherished for me and my family, regardless of all the other fucking up shit it might be behind it. Y'all do that with every fucking thing. Y'all just wanna shit on everything and opinion on everything. I understand. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe that's millennial culture, unfortunate fuckingly, and maybe that is just the time we live in because we have access for people to comment on and voice their opinions on every fucking thing and i am one to talk because i'm sitting here on a podcast but um just let people mind their fucking business man like you ain't got, just if you don't want to do it that's i've wholeheartedly believe that if you don't want to do it then just don't like don't shit on somebody else because they are as long as they're not hurting a motherfucking body like bro i'm like what i'm doing has nothing to do with you i mean my thing is you believe whatever you believe to whatever extent you believe and mm-hmm. just go with it. 
So if you find out new information about Kwanzaa that makes you not want to celebrate Kwanzaa, even though you've been celebrating Kwanzaa for the last 20 fucking years, that's on you. Like, don't let nobody, inf- don't let people influence you, okay? It's blasphemous for me to say that, but don't let nobody influence but you. But I'm just saying, ultimately, it's just like you made, you set the tone for what you want it to be. I guess it's ultimately my point because, like, when people are talking about, like, I mean, like, men, and they try to shit on Valentine's Day, or they try, oh, I, I have I, I have to do this on this day. I don't celebrate the man-made holidays, and I can love you every day. It's like, just buy the bitch a gift, and just, and just relax, because it's just not that deep. Like, why you want to go against the grain? Like, bro, just do it. Especially if you like, I'm a, I do it any other day. So what makes this day any different? That's the logic I never understood behind that. Because men are like, oh, well, well I got to be this one day. I show you I love you every day. Okay, so if you do it every day, What's wrong with this fucking day? Like, come on now. It's just fucking stupid. Like, you just want to like go against the man or whatever ridiculous fucking logic you people have when More you decide to shit on holidays. But I just don't that. think it fucking matters personally. Like, that's just me. Like, nobody says anything when somebody's like, oh, it's my birthday. Like, yeah, it's your fucking birthday. Okay. So I'm like, oh, why are you getting gifts? Bitch, because I want to get a gift. And here's my cash app. Period. So if it's not no different somebody's birthday, let them celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever the fuck they want to fucking celebrate. Fucking 4th of July, Thanksgiving, whatever. Just eat the fuck. I'm like, y'all be trying to shit on fucking Thanksgiving. People just get together with their family and eat. You act like we sitting there like doing some fucking tribal fucking dances or something. Like no one's doing anything, but it's sitting there fucking eating with their family. So I'm sorry. Y'all just be trying to like do too much. Like y'all super fucking woke people are exhausting. Like just let people eat their fucking yams. Okay? Decide if they want to deep fry the turkey or put it in the oven. Just, just, just that's it. Just let people eat their fucking sweet potato pie in peace. And get together with their family. Like, that's really all the holidays be. And people are trying to, like, run people's parade. They want to exchange fucking gifts. Exchange fucking gifts. If you want to buy somebody something, buy them something. If you don't, say God bless you. Hand out hugs. Merry Christmas. I don't know. But just fucking relax. I'm sorry. All right. Whatever, Hendrix. Because <sighs> yeah. it just be so irritating. <laughs> you irritating too. I was going to say, more importantly than all of that, uh, there was no holidays when the dinosaurs ruled uh ruled the earth. So I mean, if you believe in dinosaurs, that's another topic for another time. But yeah, none of this shit existed until niggas made it. Like all of this shit is made up. So believe in what you believe in and let it be. And don't step on nobody else's beliefs and shit. Like, yeah, I I I can't stand that woke culture of we got to be better than this and everything is they plan and shit like that. Like, that's cool. Do what you do. Just stop spreading that bullshit my way. Cause I don't believe in the same shit you believe in. I'm not going to believe in the fine. same shit that you believe in. You can have your opinion. I can have my opinion and we can go from there. Simple as that. Simple as that. So <laughs> how was your holiday? <laughs> my holiday was fine. It was just fine. Let's go. I mean, yeah, like it was cool, you know, got together with my family, play games, drank, exchange gifts, you know, talk shit, laughed. What you know, normal shit. It was a good it was a good day. Nothing too crazy. Uh, what is this concept with like I never ask people shit like that. I usually just be like, How's your holiday? But like I got a whole lot of like, did you get everything you wanted? I'm still poor, so no. But um Fuck, man. I got some gifts. <laughs> like, I don't know if he was... I thought you asked a child that or something. <laughs> Did you get everything you wanted? I mean, like, it was straight. 
I mean, I guess that some people, for some people, that is the main thing about holidays or just the main thing about Christmas in particular. Like, okay, yeah, I have all these wants and I need other people to supply them for me. I don't want to do it myself. No, truth be told, I'm not shitting on that concept. And the reason I'm going to say this, the reason I'm shitting on that concept, and you can feel whatever way you want to feel about it, but for me personally, like, I'm that person. And the reason I say it, like, I don't, um, I'm single. I don't have no, like, I don't ever ask nobody for anything. Since I've been independently on my own, my dad don't do shit for me. My, uh, brothers, no niggas, no, nobody does anything for Kenise. Kenise handles all her fucking business and all her own things. So, yes, at 29, I still send out a Christmas list that my family all shares. You know what I'm saying? It's my stepsister, my stepmother, my brother, my dad. And they choose to get in some in Hendrix. And they choose to give me something off my list. And that's that. Now, you also obviously have the option to not get me something. But if you want to do so, that's fine. Like, I don't feel bad. Because that's literally the only time I ever, ever the time of the year that anybody ever does anything for Kenise is on her birthday and on Christmas. So if you want to shame me for making a list, you can really kiss my ass and suck my dick. The thing with this episode is that I don't give a fuck. I repeat, Kenise does not give a fuck because people have been wanting me to give a fuck and I just really don't possibly fucking care. So, um, and, you know, just reviewing on previous events. (laughs) Please stop. In the past couple, (laughs) maybe past 24 hours, I just don't care. And, um... Please stop. What? (laughs) What I do? Cause you making me laugh. Don't make me laugh. I'm just saying, like I don't care. So just in case anybody was curious, I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> don't be cats out the bag. I don't care. Huh. Stop trying to get me too. Well, my holiday was okay. Um, Cause you was at work. Yeah, like my whole work situation kind of messed up with the family time. And I wasn't really in the holiday spirit to he begin with. He was on his Grinch shit. Not even Grinch Actually, shit. no, because the Grinch is nicer than his. like not even on no Grinch shit. So it was just worse. like, I don't like that stress of holiday season. And I actually wanted to come in here last week before Christmas and share that with you guys about, you know, that seasonal, seasonal depression and, you know what I'm saying, stressing yourself out about shit that really don't matter like yeah you can get somebody a gift and they're going to be appreciative or they're not going to be appreciative like it doesn't matter what you get somebody like they're either gonna like it or they're not simple as that so there's no need to go out and stress yourself trying to make sure everybody got what they wanted and shit like that like yeah just do what you can i mean but i think it's a part of growing up and there's something that happens when you get older as far as just like Whatever, anytime anybody gets me anything, I'm grateful. I don't give a fuck what it is because at the end of the day, you didn't have to do it. I'm grateful to the person that gives me a fucking dollar because you didn't have to do it. The person that held the door for me, you didn't have to do it. Like, that's just the type of person I am. Um, But so, you, but usually when I purchase things, I usually try to get something I know they like or they enjoy, but that's, that's just me. I know I was having a conversation with one of my friends and she was saying, she was like, I'd be kind of nervous because, like, y'all be by y'all buy each other expensive shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, unfortunately, somewhat of the subculture in my family. But we really just kind of give people stuff that they want. I mean, more importantly, like, you don't... I wouldn't ask for anything I wouldn't buy for myself. Yeah. Okay, Tori Lanes. 
And I, I'm, it's a shit off story. I'm, you know, I like certain things. Like I'm willing to spend money on certain things. So I'm not gonna ask you for something that it's I wouldn't go out and purchase myself. It's just a time for me to get that little advantage of not having to uh, buy it myself. So yeah, that's, that's all. That's all it is to me. Like yeah, I'm putting some on my list that I was gonna buy myself anyway. But since you're treating, have at it, nigga. People, person, ma'am, woman, mm-hmm. child. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, Hendry? <laughs> we skipped off. The- um, I'm not as uh cranky as you are. This week, I'm not cranky, which is a, which is a surprise. This is the thing. See, when Hendrix is frustrated Stop. and agitated, he is like directing it towards the entire universe. But when I have an issue, it's always directed. I'm not going to take off, take out my issues with certain people or experiences or happenings with the general public. I'm just stating my feelings about those things. But when you are angry, you're mean to everyone. Me, on the other hand, I'm not. I'm being nice to you. I mean, I, I was just saying what the issue was. <laughs> I feel like I've grown a lot in that where I don't portray it. Like, I don't push that out there i just don't say shit like i isolate myself when i'm not feeling at my best still the same no it's not thing i'm not talking to you, because when i, I do that it's like oh my god you a live wellness check bitch leave, i mean i'm sorry leave me alone huh you said what i'm just saying bitches because i don't know your name individually so it's kind of just one of those things where it's just like ah, yeah Anyways, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> I'm officially on vacation from work for a couple weeks. Uh, fuck you. And, um, okay, that's mean. See, see, see. Um, My vacation over. Fuck all that. You got it. Oh, never mind. No, you don't. All right. Well, everybody else have New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Or <laughs> New Year's Day off, rather. That's a holiday. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit. Here we are. I'm officially done working until after the holidays is over. And I am uh, just enjoying that time. Just, I'm about to chill. I'm probably about to watch everything that's ever been put on Netflix because that's how many much time I have. And I'm just going to enjoy myself. Uh, you just came back on uh, season two, premiered the day after Christmas. Uh, I don't even know if you can say premiere because all the episodes are there. Came out <laughs> the day after Christmas, so I'm about to start watching that. Well, I started. I'm episode three. Probably about to finish that in probably like two or three days. And uh, yeah, not to be. And, and I'm watching Person of Interest. I know that's old and don't come on no more, but it's good. I rewatched the whole thing. It's good. Um, not to be. I mean, you are. But come on, you uh, motherfuckers always premise some I shit like that when they about it. to say something stupid. But come on, I, I don't get it. What you? Yeah, and that's cool. Like, I'm I mean, not, yeah, everything is not for you to get. Yeah, like, I, you I, honestly I'm don't really watch a lot of shows. So, like, you don't watch a lot of series. So, I can't see you enjoying that. You don't enjoy series anyway. No. So, I don't, I wouldn't, like, I would never come to you, like, oh, Hendrix, watch this because you don't watch a lot of series of shows. But I think because of what we do. I can't even think of a series of shows that you watch. <laughs> is I, wrestling a series? Yeah, it's, it's, it's episodic. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not I, like a series, real, a dramatic series. It's dramatic. Um, I think because of what we, (laughs) I think because of what we do, I just feel the need to check out like all the hot shit, and 
Yeah. I y'all have at it. Sorry. Yeah. You is my shit. Um I've been enjoying um Penn Bradley since Gossip Girl. Um he's one of those quirky cute white guys that's like adorable. Oh, he did play on Gossip Girl. Yeah, his main character. <laughs> I mean, you know when people age it's like oh. He literally looks the same. I know, but it's <laughs> not in the same light. It uh, it almost is like that was almost like that was one of the things that people were saying like it's kind of like like because in Gossip Girl his character was like the good guy from you know the slums or whatever. Well, he wasn't was from the slums. He just wasn't rich as everybody else. And um, it was kind of like he was the nice good guy, and it's kind of how his character in you is like he's the nice good guy and that's why i like and enjoy you or in specifically his character it's some really spectacular fucking writing on this show and it's just like that concept because the way they created this character even starting in season one is they make him extremely likable extremely charming and a lot of the stuff that he does makes sense until you get to like the murder murder <laughs> like in the psychosis of it all but most of the shit that he's doing makes sense like oh i love you i care about you i want to protect you i'm charming and i'm good and i'm sweet and i'm considerate of your feelings and it's like damn like that's really what's behind his character but then it's like it gets to a dark it's like it's so extreme that it gets to a dark place so it's like that's what like i think that is the good conundrum of that show because i know when i was watching season one it's just like damn i actually like him but then i mean he started picking niggas off <laughs> he's like i mean i kind of understood why you had to kill them like you literally be <laughs> gotta have a conversation with yourself like okay yeah murder's not okay like it's just one of those crazy things but i like the writing on that show is fucking spectacular i cannot wait to finish it um and i don't want to get into the the mind or <laughs> way of insulting others but I think that some shows take a little bit more like reasoning and like mental capacity to process. And I think that's one of those shows. So you're calling me stupid. I'm not calling you stupid because it was some people that's like, I don't get it. Like, I didn't like it. It was boring. Like, da, da, da. I'm like, they're setting up this show beautifully and it's so twisty and like so like intense. Like, but some people like they need constant like drama. Like, I know niggas like, that won't watch something that people not dying or if it's not a whole bunch of guns in it and like a lot of action like that's a show mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend a show like that to them like I like insecure and motherfuckers not gonna like a lot of niggas not gonna sit there and watch that because they want guns and violence and people to die like stuff to blow up like <laughs> people to get shot like <laughs> like but I know that so it's certain stuff like you and my dad like I'll sit there and I'll be like oh you should watch Irishman a lot of guns a lot of drugs my boss is like that's like yes your type of shit that macho man shit or like Ryan Reynolds' new movie that macho man like oh ho, ho everything's blow- every scene something's blowing up someone's getting shot something you know what I'm saying like that's your type of shit that's right. cool I like character development so I love series I don't really like uh, sitcoms so people be like oh my god Martin I never got into Martin because I don't like shows where sh- uh, you don't need to see the previous episode for the next one to make sense because there's no character development in it so I don't like shows like that like I want a whole that's why I love Grey's Anatomy. You're giving me like literally like 14, 15 fucking seasons of their whole fucking existence. Like how they're nav- navigating every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? So it's character development in that. I don't like show. I don't, I can't really, I don't get as emotionally invested in shows where it's no character development. So I like series over sitcoms. 
So that's it really just depends on the person. That it does. For sure. That it does. Um, we just have one news story this week. Is that news? <laughs> eh, it was it, it was something that kind of um I feel like this happens a lot more than, you know, people tend to believe. But uh Sway Lee and his on again, off again girlfriend um got into an argument or a dispute or whatever. She was breaking his shit, mad about, you know, niggas being niggas. And she put a $20,000 bounty on his head and quickly, well, I won't even say quickly. She went back on it and now they're apparently still working things out. You know, they have a toxic relationship, but he can't let her go. She can't let him go. You know, typical hood shit, you know. And I just wanted to say that if somebody, anybody ever feels the need to put money on my head, I don't think I can go back from that. I don't think that's one of those things where you can just go back and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I know you tried to kill me or set me up. And, uh, but you know what? I just love you so much that it is, it's perfectly fine. Like, I don't think I could do that. That's like one of those deal breakers that we talk about. Like, yeah, no, you wishing harm on me or trying to do harm to me. Like that's, that's the end of that. In my point of view, like that's, that's all I can't do shit else after that with you. Like we done. So, what do you feel? <laughs> Have you ever been in that kind of situation where you wanted to uh, do bodily harm to one of your mates? Uh, no, that's not my uh thing, um, specifically. But and I'm not shitting on anybody else that wants to do that. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, that's not my thing. Um, I am one of the few people that really subscribe to the treat others how you want to be treated thing. So it's just like I have certain rules when it comes to dating and just interacting with people in general. Like I don't call guys bitches, friends or people I'm dating. I don't hit men because I don't want them to hit me back. And I know, yes, you can go to the I but I will say this sidebar today. I do still subscribe to the fact that a man should never put his hands on a woman. Um, defend yourself. It's like restraining, but actually like punching a bitch. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> nothing is going to justify that. Like. Men can say whatever logic they want to, but at the end of the day, like, y'all are stronger than us. Y'all know that y'all are strong, stronger than us. I've been taller know, or... Gym, I mean, no, I'm strong for a woman, <laughs> but I'm still not strong. Like, Hendrix is a haul of 120 pounds. He's still technically stronger than me. You know what I mean? So it's just like, men are still just stronger. Y'all have more muscle mass than we do, like testosterone, like all of these are scientific facts. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to tell me, it's not too many things you're going to justify like hitting a bitch with all your force. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, a woman or a female, whatever. You you cannot justify that to me because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, you know, just restrain her. If she's hitting you and beating your ass, walk away from the situation and or restrain her and get the fuck on. You being like, oh, this bitch hit me, I got to hit her back. I would never raise my child like that. Like people be like, oh, I was raised. If you hit me, I hit you back. Like if you big as fuck and you dating, cause most of the time, realistically, like outside of my unique situation, cause I'm so fucking tall. Most of the time you're dating someone significantly smaller than you or somewhat smaller than you. So you're not about to justify and try to tell me why you punched that her, punched her. Like <laughs> she was hit me like leave. 
move. And the crazy thing is that most of the time it's not, you're not hurt. Your ego and your pride is that's who's retaliating. Not you actually being in physical harm or danger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got a sensitive face, bro. So yeah, but you're not hurt. You, you might've broken out or you might be scratched. Like, yeah, you light skin niggas. You might be fucking turning red or some shit, <laughs> but you punching her in her fucking face or punching her or ta- or anything like that, smacking, anything, all that stuff. Like, you're doing it. It's because your ego is bruised. It's not because you're physically hurt. Like, so I don't subscribe to that. But back to the point I was making, like I said, I'm all for treat others like I want to be treated. I don't put my hand on men because I want to put their hands on me. I don't call men bitches because I don't want them to call me a bitch. I'm not going to destroy your, destroy your property because most likely I got just as much, if not more expensive shit than you do. And you're not about to fuck my shit up either. Like, period. I don't want nobody taking my shit. I don't want them fucking my shit up. I don't want you trying to vandalize my house, vandalize my car, do anything to my shit. So I don't do it either. That's just me personally. I've never been in a physical altercation. Like, seriously, like, I wrestle with niggas, obviously. But I've never been, like, in a physical altercation with niggas. We was, like, going for blows. Like, it's like like, fake tussling, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been, like, punching a nigga, like, out of anger. Like... <laughs> So, and vice versa. So That's a funny word. That's my, what, tussle? Tussle is hilarious. (laughs) So that's just my personal opinion. I would never do that. And I also subscribe to the part of just not letting, just not letting people knock me off my square in that capacity. Like, if it gets to the point, like, now let me stand back and say this. I am also the person that hasn't been in any physical altercations in general. That's because I don't believe in fighting, period. If it gets to the point where I have to physically put my hands on you, one of us has to go forever. Whether that be <laughs> in a casket. Crazy, this nigga is crazy. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just saying like, period. Like this nigga crazy? one of us got to go to <laughs> prison or to death, <laughs> period. Like, I don't fight. You're not about to put your fucking hands on me. It's disrespectful. That's where I'm at. So, motherfuckers are like, oh, okay. That's cool. Motherfuckers are like, oh, you got your ass beat. Cool. Well, she's dead. So, that's <laughs> <What>? unfortunate. <laughs> All right. Ain't nobody going to run around as a reigning champ against me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker's like, can you fight? I don't know. I've never been in a fight, but I know I'm about to shoot you. You're going to die. Period. <laughs> so you can win the battle, but I'm gonna win the war. Wait, what is this? Twenty-seven, twenty. <laughs> I might have to take that out. What? <laughs> this is a hypothetical. No, that's premeditation, money. I'm not having killed anybody. <laughs> but when you do, they will pull this up. Okay, <laughs> but they gonna know I did it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> telling you motherfuckers on 30 almost 30 years on this planet i have never been in a physical altercation i don't plan on it now i hope people are more mature now at no. this point i mean a lot of people like first of all i don't rock the boat i'm not i do speak my mind but i don't rock the boat i'm kind of chill you're a shit talker though so i don't talk I mean, but that's the thing people have never came at me other like that's how people are saying people like it's like i've been cowering in the corner nobody has ever stepped to me on no bullshit Mine's like I said, I've always been tall. I've always been thicker. So I was bitches, about to say you kind of tall. Though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> bitches not exactly like ready to just be like, "What's good?" You know what I'm saying? They gonna have to look up and be assess the situation. 
Like, bitch, I thump you down. Limbs, <laughs> they see them limbs. Like, yeah, my bad, fam. I got long arms. <laughs> you a fool trying to punch me, bitch. <laughs> that nigga's Move reach back. is impeccable, nigga. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm about to look at my CCW, too. So, no, just not. in case bitch is ready. No, you're not. If bitch is ready to jump in a new decade. Let me know when you go so I can report you. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm getting my shit. I'm like, what was said? What was said? That's, that's not gonna happen. So um yeah. But yeah, so no. Long story short. Don't put don't fuck people's don't fuck up people's property and don't put your hands on people. What wait, what do you think, Hendrix? Have you ever gotten a physical altercation with a, a woman? Uh, not really. Out of anger? Hmm. Are no. you sure? No, and it's remarkable. I gotta, I gotta ask. I know you date little hoes, and I heard they feisty. <laughs> it's remarkable because I've been in a lot of situations where you was abused. It was, <laughs> it would be uh, seen as okay to retaliate, and I haven't. Like I actually was in one situation. I removed all firearms from the house. It's like yeah, no. Yeah, my dad had to remove the firearms <laughs> from the house. It's like yeah, no, no, we not gonna do this. We're not going to do this because, you know, the way I feel right now, I j- fuck it. We can both go. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't going. <laughs> All right. What is that? 2948. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's our. I stand uh, by everything I said. Yeah, that's our uh, story for this week. You know, we got one because. Yeah, we got your property vandalized? Uh, no. Nobody bleached your clothes, cut up anything. Well, bleaching my clothes is not gonna do shit because I don't wear expensive shit. So I know, but I'm still still vandalizing your property though. No, my property is normally seen as already vandalized. Somebody (laughs) told me that that they was like they asked their clothes back from a girl and she like she gave them back, but it was like bleach all over. It was like bleach all in the bottom of the bag. (laughs) She just poured bleach on everything. Like, oh, I got your shit. Here you go. Like you ain't smell that shit, fellas. Once they have it in their possession, it's theirs forever. Oh no, you can have your shit back. I don't know. I hate when they, niggas always love leaving that shit in my house. No, so I can I can have my hoodies and stuff like that back in my t-shirts. They mixed it in mine. <laughs> see, see, that's what the fuck I be talking about. <laughs> that's a different that. situation. No, okay, whatever. Um, so we still friends. I think that only counts when your relationship is hostile, 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 hostile. I might be hostile, nigga. You don't know. Nigga, shut the fuck fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yesterday, um, Saturday, as you're hearing it, whenever day you're hearing it, was our third anniversary in podcasting. Yeah. So, today... We are going to share with you guys some not only advice or things that we've learned, but we are also going to give you guys words of encouragement as well. Because um, in 2019, what I heard the most or what I've seen the most is that the market for content creation is so overpopulated and oversaturated. Like, you just have these people who are doing any and everything. You know, you get a new YouTube page or a new podcast every day. Like, you know, you get all these ads from these, you know, um, friend requests from all these podcasts or YouTube content creators that you have no idea who they are. They're just starting out and shit like that. 
And people are saying that it's fucking up. You know, people have been in this shit for the longest. And I disagree wholeheartedly. Because when we started three years ago, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Like, absolutely no idea. I think it was Christmas of 2016. I bought um, a podcast kit, which was one mic, a mixer with one input, and a pair of headphones. And three days later, we recorded a podcast. Started from the bottom. And if somebody would have told us at that moment in time, like, okay, it's too many of y'all new podcasts starting off. Y'all fucking up the land. You know, y'all fucking up the marketplace. You only going to survive six to, you know what I'm saying, six to eight months. That would have been completely discouraging. So my words of encouragement for the content creators, the new content creators, because Christmas just passed. You might have just got that camera that you wanted. Um, You might have just got that gaming PC that you've been asking for so you can start your uh streaming you might have just got new microphones, you know what I'm saying? So you can start your podcast. Do that shit. Fuck what everybody and any and everybody has to say about it. Because nobody can represent your voice like you. What I will say to you is if you're in this for fame or money, do something else. Probably you you probably need to go a different route if you if that's your sole intention on doing this is to make money or be famous, do something else because it it might not come as quickly as you would think, and you just have to look at things like do are you trying to make a are you trying to make content to be relatable to people like you are you looking at something that you feel like there's a void for or do you just want to follow in somebody else's footsteps like yeah you can like the joe button podcast and you can buy a mixer and a mic and go on you know with your friends and try and recreate the joe button podcast but guess what there's only one joe button podcast there's a lot of imitators I mean, you gotta be joe but that's what I'm saying. You can only be you and you can only put out the content. Sherry, shut up. You can only put out the content that you can put out. Like, yeah, you can talk about the exact same thing. You can copy and paste their show notes and try and recreate it and you'll fail a hundred times out of a hundred times. I mean, at the end of the day, ultimately what it comes down to, I guess from my opinion, my humble opinion, is that it also it also ultimately it's about research first of all and the reason i say that is because i know i'm research heavy in everything so all right that's already my thing anyway but when we've decided to embark on this journey of becoming podcasters and content creators our whole thing was just like learning and that's so important it's so easy to see something and be like oh monkey see monkey do it's so easy like oh i can do that and maybe you can i'm, I'm not saying that you can't but I'm like it's like you have to actually first of all know what you're doing and you can't know unless you're researching it and trying to become knowledgeable on what it is you're choosing to do i find that extremely important as well as like just making finding your niche like that was one of the things like on every blog, everything I researched, everything's like, 
find your space, the space in which you want to occupy. Because from my experience as being a podcaster and for the three years that we've been doing this, it's just like learning, first of all, and also just like being super open minded and realizing that it's only one us. And kind of like what Hendrix was saying, like, yes, you can like the read, you can like Joe Bunn podcast, you can like is Joe Rogan a podcaster? Whatever. You can yeah. like all of, yeah, you can like Joe Rogan or whatever. Um, all of those things like that. But you can like us. You can like us, but it's going to come down to like what you are bringing to the table and who you are. Because if you really think about it, like if, especially if you listen to a bunch of pop culture con- podcasts, like if you listen to one pop culture podcast and you listen to, you know, a fucking true kinds podcast and you listen to like, obviously those are different, right? Those are different matters. But if you listen to a bunch of true crime, uh, true crime podcasts, you can listen to, Four or five of them. What keeps you going back? They might obviously cover the same stories, just like pop culture podcasts. A lot of times are going to cover the same stories, but what you're really coming back for, and what you're really tuning in for consistently, is those personalities and those people. Like, yes, you're listening to fucking the Joe Budden podcast because you want to see what the fuck, you know, what kind of industry shit they talk about and what you know Joe and what jokes they make on Maul or Joe and like Park says and all this shit like that. You want to see what they're saying, and you might tune in every week to the two a podcast because you want to go what the fuck is Casey about the rant about this week you know what I'm saying like it really comes down to person like yeah if you are you want to you know hear Hendrix voice and imagine how he looks with his eyes closed talking into the microphone (laughs) if that's what you enjoy like you want to hear you are enjoying you know being a part of team Hendrix in the Hendrix Hive and like lusting over this um Caramel devil, then that's wonderful. Excuse me. Great. Yes. Emphasis on devil. <laughs> if you <laughs> you want to hear the banter between me and Hendrix, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like you're coming back for the personalities. That's ultimately what I'm saying because we're a pop culture show. We cover relationships and like general things as well as pop culture. So like you might be able to get those opinions on these subject matters that we cover from a variety of different people. But what tune what keeps you tuning in repeatedly is probably the banner interaction or your desire to hear our personalities. And that's the same thing with any of these other shows. Now I will say I was discouraged when I first started in the beginning, because all of the podcasts I listened to were ran by already famous people. And what I mean by that is like most of the people that have successful, like super successful reward winning podcasts are already famous. And if you're coming in looking from that, it can be discouraging Cause you'll never, especially as an indie podcast that's not on the network, you're never gonna come in off the gate seeing the read numbers, because everybody already know who the fuck Kid Fury. I know who the fuck that motherfucker was in college, because of the videos he made on YouTube. So if I'm already a YouTube person and I'm looking at your and I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel and you have a million fucking subscribers, yeah, that shit can easily translate to like, oh, now I want to see what the fuck you talking about. Oh my god, it's Kid Fury. Let me go listen to your podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. Oh, this motherfucker Joe Budden. This motherfucker the fucking nemesis of fucking rap. Like, this nigga always got opinion. Oh, we got everybody hates Joe. I'm about to see what the fuck this nigga talking about on his podcast. You know what I'm saying? You already, a lot of people like Joe Rogan. I'm people that are already famous, brilliant idiots. idiots. People have listened to Charmaine for years. Like, these are big, top-level podcasts people will listen to, but these are already famous people. Right. And so if you come into the game as an indie podcaster looking at their numbers, you're going to easily be discouraged. So you can't even think like that. You got to like think about like, 
that's why I um, appreciate all the small victories. I remember when we first started and like Hendrix would be discouraged sometimes like, oh, the episode got, you know, 56 <laughs> listens or something like that. And I'm just like, bro, like the fact that we're just two random people, like, I mean, we might've been together at the time. I already broken up. We're just two random, like millennial, you know, people in fucking Metro Detroit and 56 people took their time out of their day to listen to us talk our shit. I'm all like, I'm still like super humbled by that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yes. a big deal. So it's like, I guess that's how I was like trying to convey that to Hendrix. And I feel like now he understands that too. Of like, just it, like being, enjoying the entire process. Like everything that goes with it. Because whether it's three people, especially at one time we was making them long ass episodes. If it's three people, <laughs> That sat through two and a half hours of me and Hendrix talking shit. Like, I appreciate you. Like, y'all really started from the bottom with us. And, like, that's some dope-ass shit. Like, so respect to anybody that literally continuously cuts us on every week. You know what I'm saying? That subscribe to us. And, like, oh, my God, they post there. People, like, I was always in, like, just super happy. People like, oh, my God, y'all ain't post this week. Like, oh, I was listening to the episode. Like, anytime somebody come up to me or message me or say anything like, oh, I like what y'all do. Like, that's so, I'm always humbled by that. And it all, it makes me hype because it's just like, damn, like, that's crazy because, like, at the end of the day, we're still just two motherfuckers from Detroit. We still work our regular ass jobs. We do this podcast and shit, and we passionate and we love what we do. But so I appreciate any time somebody's like, like, oh, I, was, I fuck with the show. Or people come to me quote with some shit that I said, like, oh, damn, like, that's crazy. No, I don't like that shit. Don't quote me. Um, well, I'm just saying. To uh, bring it back to the personality <laughs> point that you made, what we had to understand um, very, very quickly is that everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to find you entertaining. Everybody is not your target demographic. Oh, yeah. I remember we got that first bad review and you was. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it happens. I'm pretty sure it happens all the time. <laughs> At but, least they say, like, it's not for me, but. I yeah, see but the still, appeal. it was like three stars. Like, you gave us one because it wasn't for you. Fuck you. Still. Um, but yeah, everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to enjoy your content. And that's completely fine. Those aren't the people that you should be striving to satisfy. You satisfy the people who download your shit every week, the people who listen to your shit every week, the people who comment on your shit every week, the people who repost your shit every week. Like, those are the people that you are striving to satisfy with your content. Whatever content it might be, you need to satisfy the people who are actively engaged in your content. Another thing, and this came from a course that I took recently, is when you're starting off, you have to understand that your family and friends are null and void when it comes to content creation. Okay? Your friends are not going to listen to your shit. Your family is not going to listen to your shit. They're not the people that you should be trying to strive to get to listen to your shit listen or watch your shit because it's not probably not going to happen like they might be supportive but a lot of people don't understand when you create something they understand you they love you they appreciate you they value you but they might not value your art and you have to understand that don't get mad at your family because like oh yeah did you listen to my show oh no i didn't get a chance to do that like you have to understand like you have to work up to that to where people that you know are appreciative of the shit that you do like in real life 
not your, you know, social media friends and shit like that, but your real life associates might not be as uh, willing to listen to what you're doing or watch what you're doing or engage in what you're doing. And um, yeah, man, it's, it's not easy. And a lot of the people who are successful, the people that somebody like uh, me and KC look up to, they were already famous before they started doing it like KC said like so that would be another thing that I would give advice to is don't try to keep up with the Joneses okay don't do that don't compare numbers don't look you know what I'm saying don't look at none of the engagements and shit like that you can look at stuff for ideas or if somebody has a certain thing that they do well you can try and see how you can do it in your own light but as far as you thinking that coming out the gate you can work and you know saying that you can be a joe rogan or joe budden or brilliant idiots is to read whatever your favorite podcast is you're not going to be them when you start this and unfortunately a lot of us won't be that ever but you can only you can only go from what you can control. So if you have a nice, you've built your core audience of people who fuck with you, that's a success. Which went back, which goes back to my original point is if you're getting in this to be Joe Button, I'm sorry to tell you that it's probably not gonna happen. Sorry, it's probably not gonna happen. You can be successful as you. Don't try to be successful as somebody else. And um. Oh shit, I forgot my point. Um also <laughs> YouTube podcasting uh whatever social influencer you're trying to be, you're not going to be able to quit your day job because a little known fact is all the people that we look up to <laughs> still have jobs. Sometimes multiple jobs. Because multiple streams of revenue. Or they were already are, rich. I mean, even the rich people have jobs. No, I'm just saying because that was definitely said on like um, JBP. We were just like, oh, y'all need to quit and commit. And it's like, y'all are already fucking rich and y'all all actually already have jobs. So you really can't tell people to quit their jobs. Yeah, you know, that whole if you're really passionate about it, you have to put 100% of yourself into it. A lot of us don't have that luxury. If you do, Use it to your advantage and put 100% of your time, money, and effort into it. I go to work every day. KC goes to work every day. Like, this is a labor of love. It's something that we're passionate about. But at the end of the day, no matter how much we monetize, I can't say say it. Monetize. Monetize what we're doing. We're still going to work. Because content creation, unless you're top tier, that money ain't paying many bills at all. Whether it's merch, whether it's sponsorship, ads, whatever. Like, yeah, you're still going to work every day. So get all those things out of your mind and mainly be you. I try anybody who comes to me and asks for like advice on starting something. Like, you have to understand who you are and what you bring to the table. Yes, you can look for something in a market that needs to be done. 
But if you're not yourself in what you do, people see through that. And that's something <laughs> that's something we had to learn the hard way. It's like, yeah, we can't. I'm not fucking bubbly. I don't speak with this very energetic voice. I don't. Me trying to speak energetically and like, oh, hey, guys, that, that it's not gonna come across know, like that. Yeah, it doesn't come across well. Like I'm low key, laid back, you know, all that. Like I, it just. I don't want that. Drink it. I don't want that. Um, oh yeah, God. I'm low key laid back, like slow motion. It is what it is. Casey rants a lot. Casey is passionate. Like, say what the fuck it is for real. Casey put some rants respect on my lot. name. Period. And she likes to talk. So yeah, that's that's just our dynamic. It is what it is. Some people like it. Some people and, hate it. No, and like <laughs> seriously though, like some people do hate it, and like. Cause it's and you never are gonna be able to please everybody. Cause there's some people like I'm sure just like, especially cause Hendrix has way more like stands or whatever. Cause never mind. Cause never mind. what? Ne- never mind. No, I'm not gonna attack your audience. But it's your audience. Just too. like no, they. <laughs> just like Hendrix has way more stands, and I'm sure it's bitches. It's like oh, you should get rid of her. I'll do the show with you, and no. I don't. Um, like you know, I don't like her. She needs to shut the fuck up. Like in the beginning, we kept get this girl. Girl was emailing me, telling me I'll talk too much about she don't know. And it's like, girl, but you talking to me and y'all know me. So look at you, pot kettle. Um, bit. I mean, <laughs> you ain't make that shit up. Oh, okay, I get to lay hands on you, right? No, because I didn't say it. I didn't finish with the ch, nigga. Um, but yeah, like. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like because. You can just shut the fuck up, period. Like, it's gonna be, it's the same way both ways. Like, just like I'm sure people that like love Hendrix and can't fucking stand me. Like, all them, every time we go, I go do a guest spot on a show, or like, or people in general is like, why do you hate men? And I'm like, I don't know why y'all feel like that. I never said I hate men. I date men. I just point out ignorant ass shit and nobody wants to just own up to it. Like, that's really it. Like, y'all, it's the same, the same reason y'all hate me and the things I ran about, talk about niggas. It's the same reason why men hate Derek Jacks because they don't want women to love and respect themselves. And that's cool. That's great. And that's wonderful. Exactly. Hendrix, too. So, why not the (laughs) Hendrix? Hi. Hope y'all listening. He don't want y'all to love and respect yourselves. It's the same. All right. Pause. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's the the same way with me because I know people like, oh my God, I like the show, but like, Hendrix is so monotone. It works. It works for us. Like, people like, oh, he don't talk as much. You dominate the show. I talk more to him. Yeah, that's just less in real life. If anybody's had a conversation with me, I don't really talk that much. But that's the thing. <laughs> I don't talk a lot either, but I talk more to Hendrix. Like, so the thing that matters is, like, on the show, and that's ironically, actually, that's a great point. On the show, this is a safe space. We literally record in a home studio with the two of us in a room. You know what I'm saying? Unless there's been the, what, the two episodes we've done in the past two years that have other people on them. <laughs> woman to call on my friend Kyle. So it's like every other time it's literally just been us in a home studio recording our show. So it's just like Hendrix is also one of my best friends and vice versa. So let's show you how much of a good friend he is. But I'm comfortable talking to him. So it's not a big deal. So I know we get a lot we get that a lot too. Like y'all not socially awkward. <laughs> it's like have you seen us in social situations? Where this is not a social situation. I'm talking to one of my closest friends. 
So I talk for freely. You know what I'm saying? Versus like, if you would have seen me yesterday in the house of people I know, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, that's what you're talking about. That's where I got your name from? Yes, because I'm going to sit in the corner on my phone quietly because I'm, so, I'm socially awkward. <laughs> like, so that's also an interesting juxtaposition too. And it's also completely different because like I said, I'm the voice of the show, but Hendrix does, runs our social media and he's the one that's out more. So it's like, you might be like, damn, like I don't never see Casey. <laughs> But she talks so fucking much, and Hendrix rarely talks, and he's the one that everybody knows. It's like it's just an ironic juxtaposition. Hendrix is way better on the internet than in real life. Oh, thank you. And I'm better in real life than on the internet. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think that's a very good point, and uh, I really, really, I really, really, really can't stress this enough. Be yourself. Like that's the key to engagement. That's the key to making good content. Yeah, so people are connecting with your personality. Like I was be saying. yourself at all times. And I think one of the things that um happened this year is that me and KC had a lot of personal issues, so we weren't recording as much because when you know. Everybody preaches that consistency shit, and that's the most outrageous bullshit ever. Cause that's how people end up burning out. If you don't have it, you don't have it. It's okay. If your audience fucks with you, your audience fucks with you. So yeah, you can miss a week, you miss two weeks, you can do you know, you can do your show in season. So you can put your own little break in there. But yeah, recording fifty two weeks of a year is fucking insane leave yourself a little wiggle room for a break because like i said people notice when you don't have your when you don't have your all in it like when you're not into it people notice when you're not having fun people notice when you're not yourself people notice because this is something that you build an audience for and you build up to so if you've been recording for six months, you have an audience and they know what to expect from you. Now you might change and want to do something different and X, Y, and Z. Cause Lord knows we've changed this show 12 times uh, at a minimum 12 times. We've <laughs> privately quit the show a good 10. So, you know what I'm saying? Those are all part of the growing pains of making content. Like life happens you don't live to create content life happens so if you need a break or if you can't do it or x y and z don't do it because your audience will respect you more for being honest with them than to just bullshit them and give them content for content's sake so all in all i mean i just want to say thank you guys if you've been here from episode one started from the bottom or if you went back and listened to because i know we get a lot of uh listens from previous episodes if you went back and listened to us and watched us grow and watched our journey thank you thank you shout out to you for all the support obviously shout out to anyone like that listens to the show even if you listen to one episode or listen to every fucking episode released or you you know anything even if you just started listening or whatever like shout out to you and like we definitely appreciate it we're definitely humbled by anybody that listens and like could have been anywhere in the world yeah realistically like seriously you could have been doing anything else 
What's your well, depending on we've had a range of episode lengths. So you could have anywhere in your forty five minutes to two hours and forty five minutes. Um, you could have been doing anything. God, I do not miss those days at all. But the great thing about it is that it literally it, it, it didn't feel long at the time. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, whatever. Like anytime it was, it, you know, it didn't seem forced. Anytime it was like, oh, let's keep talking. You know what I'm saying? Like we really were just talking about shit. All right. So I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, appreciate you. Definitely humble. If you are one of the people that want to get in the podcast industry game, become a content creator. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, go for it. Uh, research. Do your research. And that's one thing about me and Hendrix that we are completely open books. So um, if you have any thing that you want to know <laughs> any way and shape or form that we can help you. I know a lot of people that pay for studio time and they want to switch over to doing it themselves. And they ask us about equipment like that. Anything that you have a question about, we are completely open to conversations in that capacity to help you in any way, shape or form. It's room for everybody. I know we get into a lot of times we were like, Oh, like it's oversaturated. It is plenty of space. Like I said, it also comes ultimately comes down to your personality you know what I'm saying? Because uh, you got to think, think about podcasting the same way you think of fucking YouTube videos. It's 80 million videos on YouTube about how to do a perfect twist out. You're watching it because <laughs> of that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 80 videos of that same, of different motherfuckers playing the same video game. You're watching it because you want You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the point I'm making. So, like... It's, it's room for you in the market and you just kind of, you find your niche, find something you're passionate about and you'll keep creating that content and being, you know, just a contributor to this new, very developing medium. So, um, I say go for it. If you do have any questions, comments, concerns about anything we discussed on the show or podcasting or content creation in general, equipment, finding your niche, ways of um, pointing you in the right direction, things to research or anything like that, you can hit us up at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. That was a nice transition there. Period. And, um, yeah. What? No, it was a nice transition. <sighs> Thank you. It's almost like you've been doing this for three years. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, him does not really hand out compliments. You got to take them and run with them. That's a lie. Anyways. Oh, you like your hand torch. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like Casey said, like I'm here. I'm normally the one on social media answering all your DMs and all your mentions and all that stuff. I'm yeah. the one following you. I'm the one reposting your content. So if you have any questions, let me know. Um, yeah. Like I said, I encourage everybody that comes in here. If you want to talk to me, I got to email us sometimes. <laughs> I encourage everybody coming in. Like, you know, I was, we were there and we was, we're still here. It might not be what it was when it started. It might be better, but we're still here and we're still doing what we love to do. Period, so, fool. Yeah. So is there anything grinding your gears this week? Um, besides people not taking uh, jokes lightly. Okay, I can say I'm grinding my own gears. No, that's normal. Um, I posted this. If you pay attention to my Twitter at all, I posted on Twitter. I was saying how easily irritated I am. I also posted on Facebook. I have an attitude problem, and uh, I'm petty. Um, and surprisingly, I uh. I don't want to say surprisingly, but I operate more logically than emotionally. 
which is odd. Well, I don't want to say it's odd. I would say that it's stereotypically odd for women. I'll say. I'm not going to show nobody and say that it's weird, but niggas think it's weird because I operate logically and not emotionally. And so, like, it's just easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, no, it is. don't make no fucking sense. So I'm not doing it. Or, you know, this is it's illogical. Like, I'll point that out versus how I actually feel about it. So um, I'm reactionary to shit. And no. it, uh, it just makes it kind of weird. And <laughs> for me, interacting with people, because like I was stating earlier, I'm already a little socially awkward. I don't have, it's not many people that's close to me. Um, I would say outside of like, my two friends, I talk about this sh- on this show every fucking week, Courtney Nicole and then Hendrix and then my family. Like, that's about it for people I communicate with on a regular basis. Outside of, I have other f- close friends I don't communicate with regularly, like B, I'm a shout out to you, nigga. And like, <laughs> my other friend B, man, both my other guy friends named Brian. That's it. Like, I just mind my fucking business. So, it's hard for me to like process shit emotionally, like I think logically. And like, with that being said, I've been grinding my own gears because, like, if you say something to me, I'm going to react based off logic. So if you say something dumb to me about some shit, like, I'm going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. And that way you don't never have to fucking worry about it happening again. Because ain't that logical? That's logical to me. (laughs) I haven't said a word. You don't have to. I I hear your thoughts. (laughs) It's logical to me. So I don't know. Period. I just know that I hate people and it is what it is. Like <laughs> she's shit. not socially awkward. She just hates people. Go get you a t shirt. Yes. Put it on a fucking shirt. We did. Now go to the shirt. <laughs> Find our merch. Wherever Hendrix says it, I can't remember. Okay. All right. Hendrix. What's going on in your gears? Uh I won't say anything you. in particular. Not head. even me. It's just, you know, a lot of times people put you in a position to act out of character and it's up for it's up to you to not fall into that trap a lot of people like they say misery loves company so yeah don't fall into that trap if you feel yourself slipping take a break whether it's your spouse whether it's your friends whether it's your parents whatever siblings work take a fucking day off of work in 2020 all right start working yourself to death Talking about how you hate your fucking job and you hate your life and all that. Just take a break. All right. Just take a break for me. We all need breaks. So nothing in particular is grinding my gears, but my thoughts heading into the new year and trying to figure out what exactly I want to do. I'm not going to say it's new year, new me, because I'm the same. My ideologies might be a little bit different, but I'm still the same. So yeah, that's that's nothing grinding my gears this week. Sorry guys. So where can they find more? Um, I don't give a fuck commentary. <laughs> if you want to hear more from me or interact with me in any capacity, you can find me on social media at k underscore relief. That's k a y underscore i n r e e l l i f e. That is on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you want to look for your girl on Facebook, you can find me at Casey Collins. K a y c e e c o l l Hendrix, where can they reach you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. And for the show, you can reach us 
on Facebook and Twitter at the 2AM Podcast, Instagram, Two Awkward Millennials. Period. And I email once again for anything you may want or need or desire. <laughs> you can find us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two once again. And because it's our three-year anniversary, we have a promotion in our Teespring store. Yeah, period. Which is listed in the description and also on our Facebook and Twitter. Use the promo code Millennial. No S. It's Millennial for 35% off. Yeah, shit. I might have to go get me some more shit. Yeah, I might actually buy a t-shirt now. Like, mm-hmm. them prices kind of crazy, bro. <laughs> you can't say that out loud. All right, y'all. Okay. Well, Hendrix is a dick. Anyway, that's gonna wrap up the show for this week, guys. Happy fucking New Year! Yay. It will be 2020 by the time that we return. New Year, new you. New Year, new money. I know that was a throwback. Hendrix, any last words for the good people? Any last words for the last show of the decade, last show of the year? Any words? Yes, as always, remember, millennials. What's up? That it is, in fact, a new decade. So try something different. Period. All right, guys, we're going to catch you next year, (laughs) next month. Peace.